Welcome to Enlightenment 101. I am Danielle G. I am an author, a teacher, and instructor. This show will explore, engage, and enlighten us on love, life, living, and everything in between. We will discover how to not just live, but be better and sustain a level of life that offers well-being for generations to come. Welcome to Enlightenment 101. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode five of Enlightenment 101. Woo, we are moving right along on this journey. We're already at episode five. I am your host, Danielle G, and I want to thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. I know I say that every show, but it's really true. I began this journey just because I felt it in my soul and my spirit to enlighten. I felt um, a lot of tugging um, from friends and associates who would say, you know, you really need to do this or you really need your own show. And at first I thought about how do I do it, you know, and then I, I wouldn't say I made excuses, but I said, well, if I do it, I want to do it right. I want to have it done professionally. So I didn't just want to like take out my phone and start recording. And so I started looking at studios and I thought, well, I'm not going to find anything nearby. I don't want to, I don't want to really drive all the way to the city. And I started looking and there were lots of studios, but they were all seemingly in the city. And then I found a studio and I was like, okay, it's like the universe. God is telling me, okay, now you have no excuses. Do it. So here we are at episode five. I'm really excited. I thank you again for coming along on this journey with me. Um, episode four was all about forgiveness, all about forgiveness. And I received so much good feedback from that episode. I was really surprised, but I wasn't. I know that forgiveness is a huge topic and I try to approach it with care and I thank you guys for your feedback, so much so that I had a few people say to me, you really need to do a part two um, to this. Like, it was so good. And I don't really want to regurgitate part, uh, you know, episode four. So how do I do it? So I am a spiritual person. And I want to differentiate that from religion because it's not the same. Religion, I believe, divides and spirit connects. That's what spirit does. That's what spirit is. It is a connector. So I prayed about it and asked, like, well, how do I do this? Should I do it? And I came up with part two for episode five, Wounds and Scars. So this is episode five, Wounds and Scars. If you haven't listened to episode four, please do. Uh, that's forgiveness. I believe you will be enlightened. And that episode five, which is today, today's episode, Wounds and Scars, will kind of make more sense. It's kind of building from that episode. This topic continues on the subject as it relates to wounds versus scars. Left from either unforgiveness, in which there will be a wound, versus forgiveness which often leaves a scar. So I want you to listen to that as we delve into the difference between the two. And I want to say that just again is unforgiveness leaves a wound. Forgiveness often leaves a scar. So again, like I said, I'm not going to 
rehash or regurgitate episode four, but I will touch on it throughout for clarity and context. So what is a wound versus a scar? Let's, let's dig in. By definition, a wound is the result of unforgiveness. It is open. It is sensitive to the touch. It hurts. It requires proper care and protection. So right away, we know that a wound is something that's open and it's sensitive and you often can't touch it without it hurting or breathe on it or turn a certain way. It hurts and it requires proper care and protection. It requires proper care and protection. So We are diving into the definition and clarification of what a wound is as it relates to unforgiveness. Unforgiveness causes a wound. It's left open. It hurts. It's sensitive to the touch. That is what unforgiveness does and requires proper care and protection. The reason that the wound requires proper care and protection is so that it can heal and become a what? A scar. Scars form as wounds begin to heal. That is it. Scars form as wounds begin to heal. So as you forgive the wound that is open and sensitive and hurtful to the touch, begins to heal and become a scar. I want y'all to catch that and hold on to it. Scars form as wounds heal. So what does that mean as it relates to forgiveness? It means if you don't decide from episode four, I told y'all I'd be referencing it without regurgitating the whole episode. But if you, it means if you don't decide To do the work, the wound stays open and it does not heal to become a scar. So that's what it is meant by proper care and protection. You have to clean it up. You have to take care of it. And you can't rush the healing. It all happens on its own timing once we decide we want to heal. So I want that to marinate for just a little bit when we are talking or differentiating between both a wound and a scar. A lot of us are walking around wounded, openly wounded. I remember a story when I was growing up in Michigan, uh, Detroit specifically, and I used to sleep on this mattress. It was an old mattress that I believe had been passed down to me. And back then, we didn't have the technology or the technologically advanced mattresses we do today with with the cooling and the temperature systems and all the bells and whistles and, you know, how, you know, we can have all this comfort and all this. And it was just a regular old mattress. It was a plain old mattress. So while waking up one day, I realized that the spring 
which was like a metal coil, had poked through the mattress. Remember, I said it was a hand-me-down and cut my leg. So it created, I remember seeing blood and the wound from on my leg. It was open and it hurt for a while. But with proper care, my mom applied a little peroxide and ointment, covered it up, and it began to do what? It began to heal. So remember we talked about with proper care and protection, the wound will heal. So for a while it hurt. I I would turn a different way when I slept because I didn't want to rub against it until it began to heal. So every day for as long as it took, I cleaned it, I covered it, and was gentle with it until it healed. That is what we have to do with our wounds, our open wounds. We have to clean them up, properly care for ourselves, be gentle with ourselves. Be gentle with yourself. So many times, and we live in a society and a world where everybody's saying, oh, just get over it. Just get, just, you know, just keep pushing. Sometimes you just got to sit still and take care of yourself. Sometimes you have to retreat in order to refresh, in order to renew. Sometimes you have to take care of those open wounds. We have to cleanse and cover, be gentle with ourselves so that the healing can take place. If you don't, the wound remains sensitive to the touch. It's open and it hurts. After a while, I forgot about the wound. I started sleeping back normally and doing things I was doing, but there is still a scar there. It's not a wound anymore. I've forgotten all about it, but I am no longer bleeding and in pain or sore. It's a scar. It's healed. And a lot of us haven't healed because we haven't done the work for it to become a scar that we've forgotten about. And I'm sure everybody has a story. We all have a story. Every story is valid. Every story matters. There's no story that's more important than the other story. It doesn't matter who you are, what race, gender. We all have those wounds, hopefully, that will become scars or have become scars. I heard something one day that said some of us are bleeding on people who didn't cut us. Ooh, that's a good one right there. Some of us are bleeding on people who didn't cut us. What's the first thing we do? Apply pressure. When something is bleeding, it says apply pressure to stop the bleeding. Apply pressure. Applying pressure as it relates to this episode means deciding to heal. Oh, I can't stress that enough. Deciding to heal. It is all in the decision-making. Sometimes we carry the weight, the baggage, the wound, leave it open because we haven't made a decision. We think that by holding on to it that we are hurting someone else. You're not. You're hurting yourself. How does it show up in our lives? How does it show up in our lives? That's a good question, right? When the wound is open, 
How does it show up? Well, we snap at people who don't deserve it. That's bleeding on other people. We see things, relationships through a wounded lens. There's a song by Brian Courtney Wilson. Um, if you haven't heard of him, look him up. He's uh, I love his voice. And there's a song, you know, it wouldn't be an episode on Enlightenment 101 if I didn't sing a little bit. <laughs> He's got this song and he says, teach me how to receive every blessing, every blessing. How are we going to receive every blessing? In context, what that means is heal my wounds. Heal my wounds. We can't see our blessings or receive them if we are blinded by the wounds. That's how we receive the blessings, because we're healed. Every blessing. I hope that makes sense. Am I making sense to y'all out there? If you, if if I am, say yes. You're making sense. Yes, I got this. Yes, we got this. I right. Got this. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brian. Scars are good. They mean that we've healed. A scar means it no longer hurts. <laughs> That's what a scar means. It means it no longer hurts. I have a scar from when. Um, I was on a bike ride with my beloved father and my brother, and I flipped over the bike and fell. I was wearing pants. I shouldn't have been wearing pants. I was wearing pants, and the pant leg got caught in the pedal somehow. I remember seeing my dad's face. He was so scared, but he was calm and cool. And while I was in the air, I remember putting my arm kind of like in the way so it wouldn't I wouldn't fall on my face and I have this uh, on my shoulder I don't even notice it anymore but it was a scar on my shoulder that you know when I hit the concrete it bled and tore some skin but I don't even notice it anymore unless I'm really paying attention it's healed and I was a little girl so you almost can't see it but that's what happens when healing happens. You 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 don't even notice it anymore. I was reading, you know, I'm I'm a researcher and it says that as a wound closes, skin cells create collagen which forms the building blocks of a scar. As a wound closes, skin cells create collagen which forms the building blocks of a scar. How does that relate to this context. The building blocks are the steps to forgiveness. As I said in episode four, that is where your power is. So those are the building blocks to getting to the scar and getting the steps to forgiveness. Our power, our wounds turning into scars are in our intentions and decision-making for forgiveness. No one can see your scars, only you or whomever your partner is, and, and they may not even notice. But everyone can see your wounds. <laughs> Did you get that? No one can see your scars. Only you know or your significant other, who may not even notice them unless you point it out, 
but everyone can see your wounds. How is that, you may ask? It's in how you walk. If you walk with your head down, body language says everything. A picture is worth a thousand words. It's in how you walk. It's in how you talk. It's in how you speak. It's in how you treat people. You ever hear people say, who hurt you? You ever hear people say that or they're referencing somebody's behavior or how they're talking to someone and they go, I wonder who hurt him or who hurt her? It's because you are walking, talking, breathing, wounded. And that's okay as long as you are walking, talking your way into healing because it is a process. Only you will know when that wound has become a scar. Only you will know. It is a very personal, spiritual journey. No one can heal for you. If that's the case, we'd all heal for our kids because there's nobody that we love more than our children. Whether they are young, old, adults, we love them. It's unconditional. We talked about that in episode one. There used to be a time, a certain town was named, and I would just cringe. And it was visible. Like I said, remember, you can see wounds. My expressions would change. I could feel it. I could feel it in my body. My blood pressure would go up a little bit. I can feel my heart beating a little bit faster. But now, it doesn't even affect me. Now, I even use it and say it, and it, it, it's now a scar. And there's some other things that have happened to let me know that it no longer affects me, that it is a scar that I've forgotten about. Only you will know what these triggers are. Only you will know. So you can apply the pressure, the care, and the time it takes to heal the wound. You have to identify those triggers. Is it being in a certain company of somebody? Is it being uh, going to a certain street? Is it whatever it is? It could be uh, a certain food, a certain restaurant. What I, I don't know. There are tons of things or items that could be triggers for you that could stall the, the healing if you allow it. Most scars will fade over time. How it changes depending, it depends on the size and the type of wound. You know, like the deeper the cut, right? The deeper the wound, the longer it takes to heal. But it will eventually, with proper care and pressure, not hurt anymore. Um, how do you avoid the wound from being reopened? How do you avoid that? So if you know you're wounded... You set standards. Some people call those standards boundaries. Whatever you're comfortable with, you set standards. I was listening to a, a, a podcast the other day, and she said, when you set standards, it eliminates the possibility of hurt. When you set standards, or if you're more comfortable with um, boundaries, it eliminates the possibility of hurt because you know that you're wounded and you know if you don't allow 
certain things to happen, you're also giving yourself permission to heal and that wound to become a scar. But you have to be able to set the standards like, nope, I know I can't go here. Nope, I know I can't be around this person. No, we're not going to meet anymore because I know the damage that he or she has done. So they are no longer, uh, they don't get an invitation to my life. That's how I am now. You have to be invited into my life. If I don't invite you, you're not welcome. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just know that I have to protect myself, take care of myself. And those who have hurt me intentionally don't get an invitation to do it again, right? There's another quote that says, first time, shame on you, second time, shame on me, right? So we can't, and you can't even crack the door, Right. You can't give people access that have shown you who they are. Maya Angelou says if somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Believe them the first time. That means don't allow them back in so they can hurt you again. That's why we see so many people sometimes wounded to the point, what seems like the point of no return because they've allowed the same person or people to uh, access to them over and over and over and over again. So that wound can never become a scar. Can you imagine having an open wound and you just continually continue to pick at it and, and open it and continue to just pick at it and it just never stops bleeding? That's what you do when you allow people access continuously. But I believe that all things are possible. If you do the work. So I always like to leave you with a quote here on Enlightenment 101. And the quote is, there is something beautiful about all scars, whatever nature, of whatever nature, I'm sorry. A scar means that the hurt is over. The wound is closed and healed, done with. The quote is, there is something beautiful about all scars of whatever nature. A scar means that the hurt is over, the wound is closed and healed and done with. That's from Harry Creels. And this has been episode five of Enlightenment 101. I thank y'all so much for joining me. If you like the show or if you like this episode, please rate it. Say that you like it on whatever platform you're on. And uh, if you've been enlightened whatsoever, please share. And most of all, be enlightened. Take care, y'all.